Welcome to the Arupe Jesuit Podcast, the podcast where we uncover what makes Arupe Jesuit High School such a special place. I'm Father Louis Hotop. And I'm Meredith Blattner. Arupe Jesuit is Denver's Crystal Ray High School, where students not only receive a great education, but they are also employed as interns by the school's corporate sponsors. Today, we're going to talk about new experiences by talking to one of our faculty members, Ty Smith, and Dana, one of our seniors. But first, St. Ignatius teaches us to begin with gratitude. What's something you're grateful for this week, Meredith? Well, this week's gratitude comes from last week, actually. Um, I was on a three-day silent retreat up in Sedalia, Colorado with a few um, co-workers, and we had three days to relax, unwind, pray, and spend a lot of time with the deer that were on campus. There were 23 deer um, that were really like pretty and beautiful. It brought me a lot of peace. That's great. What yeah. a what a unique experience to get away for a few days to be on a silent retreat. Mm-hmm. I imagine I would have slept a lot. I did. Um, Honestly, my bed was a little bit small, so uh, I got a good amount of sleep in, but not too much. Like, a That's good right. balance. They try to know? make it a little uncomfortable. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> this keep isn't you, a hotel. Keep Meredith. you on your toes. You're supposed <laughs> to be reflecting. <laughs> All right, Louie. Well, what about you? I think for, for me, just thinking about this past week, we had a Viva Rupe at school. It was a big dinner for family mm-hmm. and all of our families came out and we had a ton of people. It was really, really fun. Yeah, it was a it fun was event. It was really cool to see them all come out. And then we had open house after that. And then we had a, a faculty meeting this past week where we did a reflection exercise, the examine, on sort of the goodness of our families and, and how they partner with us in our work with students. So that was a really great exercise. I'm very grateful for our, our faculty and staff that offered some beautiful reflections on the ways in which our families just work so hard for the good of their of their children and mm-hmm. the way in which that really challenges us to, to rise to the occasion. Right, right. Yeah. So it was a beautiful, beautiful reflection. That's awesome. After all of the hard work we've done um, to kind of take a second, take a step back and and see the graces that have come from those events. Exactly. And speaking of hard work, today we're bringing on one of the hard workers here at Arupe, Ty Smith, who is one of our global studies and U.S. history teachers. Uh, he's from Colorado Springs. He was uh, in the Peace Corps in Ukraine. And this past summer, he and a co-worker of ours, Patty Moncada, chaperoned a group of students to Paris and Normandy, France, for the school's first ever international trip. Ty, welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you guys for having me on the podcast today. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit more about France. Um, so it's a great idea take a bunch of high school kids to France. Um, but how does that happen? How did you plan that? Totally. Um, is it a great idea to take a bunch of high school Sounds students like to it. France? <laughs> it ended up being a great idea. Um, honestly, it was something that really kind of fell into my lap. There was a, a student that I had last year who was a junior named Jovan. And when he was in middle school, he went to St. Rosalima and they have this program that they've been doing for a number of years there 
where they have been taking a select group of middle schoolers over to Normandy to learn about the events of D-Day, and they have a leadership curriculum that kind of follows the lives of people that participated in the D-Day events. So the director of that program um, got in touch with Jovan and was trying to reach out to Arupe. Um, and since I was teaching social studies to Jovan, I think it felt like a natural fit for it to be to kind of follow that theme. Yeah. And so from there, I had a meeting with the director. And from the onset, he made it very clear that it was going to be very um, possible for our kids to, to be able to go on to this trip. So it kind of started there. Very I cool. also think it's a little crazy to think about taking a group of our students to France and just, I mean, just taking like a little slice of our school and putting it there sounds a little intimidating to me. How, what, what was that experience like? Just seeing them adjust to that different environment. Totally. Well, I remember the first meeting, I think it was with, it was with Megan and then later it was with Father Nugent. And I think one of the comments he made was, we haven't taken our kids further than California before. So it was, it was interesting seeing the things that the kids were nervous about uh, before going on the trip. You know, you'd think they'd be nervous for being far from their parents or being in a country in a language that they don't speak or trying new foods. A lot of them were just really nervous about the long trip over there, mm. um, which ended up being something fun. And I mean, you're on a flight with, with the TV in front of you the whole time, so it's not so difficult. But a lot of them kind of took the challenge of being in a new place and being far from their parents pretty in stride. Um, which is part of the goal of it was kind of giving yourself some independence and showing yourself that you are possible to be able to, it is possible to be able to do something that might seem so difficult and so, so foreign. And I think just through, you know, you've had so much travel experience and international experience. No wonder you were the one that ended up taking all these kids. What, what can you say about just the way that exposure to the world, the exposure that you've had just through different uh, experiences through the Peace Corps, especially. Uh, how has that influenced your teaching or the way that you engage our students here in the building? Yeah, I think one of the things that we try to teach our students is that you, if you are foreign to a place or if you, are, if you do not know about a place or a group of people, then you're only going to take in information from outside sources about that. You're never gonna have like your own individual experiences and you're never, you're never going to be able to form your own true opinions about that place. Um, so travel has kind of cleared up a lot of those misconceptions that I've had about places or people or regions of the world. Um, and I think our students had their own misconceptions about France and what French people are like, and are they going to be really rude to me? I heard about everybody in France being really rude to Americans. So, I mean, just their firsthand experiences of getting off of the plane and getting on this bus and getting in Normandy and being so welcomed by these people and being fed and sitting down for a meal together, um, I think one of the most, I think change really occurs around the dinner table more than anywhere else. Um, when people are kind of forced to sit down, to take a break from their day and to be in the same space with people. Um, for me, that's where change has always, where I've gotten to get my own experiences more than anywhere else. And I think for our students, because that was the first thing that they did when we got to France, it settled themselves and it began to kind of open their own eyes to see that French people aren't so bad and this food is actually really good and I think I'm going to actually have a really good time here. So your trip sounds so successful um, and then I think a lot of that credit goes to you and Patty um, and the planning team here back at Arupe. Um, but if someone came up to you and asked you, I'm planning as an educator to take a group of students to another country, what is a piece of advice you would give them? Mm, that's a great question. I think my piece of advice would be to 
really make sure that you have the students buy into what you're trying to do. Um, Patty and I made sure we had about four pre-departure meetings before we went, um, covering a lot of different things from like, what does it mean to, to be in a different country and to be an American in a different country? Um, even just some like language basics that we worked on, um, learning about the culture of the area that you're going to. So you're not, so you can kind of expect some things when you go there. Um, and, and also ensuring that like the students that you're choosing for the trip really want to be there. Um, whether that's through like we did some essay, right? We had a couple rounds to be able to get students on this trip mm -hmm. so that we knew by the time that we were done with all this, like people had shown up for these things and they'd right. shown interest in that way. Um, so I would say just all the work on the back end that we did, especially with the students, um, not separate from the students, was the things that made the trip what it was. Um, and the people that were at the program in France were so impressed with, you know, the cultural sensitivity that our kids brought to the program and also just their, their desire to be involved with everything that was going on there. Um, and I think, yeah, credit goes to Patty um, for a lot of the really great ideas that she had in preparing our students for that, for that trip. And in some ways, you all opened Pandora's box a little bit. I mean, this is the first international trip for our school. What do you hope for in the future? Do you see us going to, to other places or continuing with a program like this? Totally. Well, I personally, I really hope that we continue with the program like this because um, it's, it's established and we're working with a great organization that has a really good leadership curriculum that I think works really well in tandem with what Arupe tries to do with their formation. But I think it should open the door to a lot of different trips in the future that parallel our curriculum, whether that's going to the border, um, to the, to the U.S.-Mexican border and kind of seeing what the situation is like there and connecting it back to our own, um, our own values at Arupe. Um, speaking from like the social studies side of things, like we teach the, the sophomores about identity and how identity leads to things like otherness and a we versus them mentality. And we use the Holocaust as, as a case study in that. Um, so I think from my own person, like from the social studies curriculum, like the opportunity of going to Poland or going to Germany, um, to see, to see what those places looked like. Um, I think I speak a lot from like the history side of things because it's always way more powerful when you're in the place where these things happened. Um, like a lot of students, I think it really hit them what D-Day was when they got to the beaches or when they were standing in the, in the German batteries. Um, so I think there's a certain power that comes with being in the place, but also interacting with the people who's, you know, who them themselves or either their parents or their grandparents were um, repressed under, under the Nazis. Um, and I think there's lived experiences that are that can be very open and accessible to our students that we can reach out to in different parts of the world today. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that we try to capture here just in, in all of our classes, curriculums that are built around not just sitting and reading a text, but actually engaging it and using your body for an activity and using your creativity and other skills that you might bring in order to experience it in a, in a different way. It's not the best way to learn isn't just by sitting down and reading a book, you know, as, right. as important as that, as that skill is to cultivate, it's much more than that. So bringing students to be there, to be totally immersed in that environment, I think is what a learning opportunity and, and something that will stick with them forever, I would think. Totally. And it, I mean, it utilizes all your senses, right? You're smelling things you've never smelled. You're seeing billboards that you have no idea what the heck they say. Um, you're talking to people that, yeah, have lived these experiences that have a connection to the history that you're trying to learn about. It's just all, it's so personal. 
um, that is what makes it very powerful, I think. Well, Ty, Ty I want to say thank you for taking our students and um, thank you for giving them these opportunities because, like we've said, um, they're going to remember this for the rest of their lives or hopefully will. Um, and also thank you for joining us on our podcast and sharing about your experiences and your time and um, what it was like to travel to another country with um, some students from Arupe. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. I'll always remember this experience also. I think it goes both ways. Well, a special welcome to one of our seniors, Dana. And so, Dana, so you went to France this summer. Correct. (laughs) And what was that trip like? Um, it was so different from what I was used to, for sure. Um, since I spent that whole summer traveling, I went to Chicago, Illinois, I went to Washington, D.C., I went to Mexico to visit my family, um, but traveling overseas was definitely worth it, for sure. (laughs) Um, it was, it was so new such a new experience and I'm glad I I was able to um to go through it with a lot of people from school what were some of the things that were new and different in France compared to the other places you traveled to oh for sure the food for sure um we would always start our mornings off with um French breakfast which was which usually was boiled eggs um we always had a cheese course okay (laughs) and um chocolate croissants oh a classic and fruit and the fruit was so good yeah <laughs> it just tasted different it had a different taste and it was so good i, al- I always ate the the cantaloupe <laughs> it was the best part <laughs> did you have any of those famous french snails while you were there i didn't but i was for sure peer pressured <laughs> to try <laughs> to have one for sure because everybody had one but i i'm not the biggest fan of seafood so i didn't couldn't couldn't quite be that brave yeah i was i was not for sure but um almost everybody had them well next time next Next time time. hopefully Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) um so you applied for this trip through um arupe were you surprised that you're picked for the trip i was so surprised i remember it clearly um the day that the decision came out a lot of people already knew that they were going so it kind of bummed me out since I didn't know yet. Yeah, you were waiting. Yeah, I was waiting. And since a lot of people already knew, I was like, no, I'm, I'm probably not picked yeah. because they already know. Um, but I remember going home. I was a little stressed because it was snowing and there was traffic. And my car is so bad in the snow. <laughs> but um, I remember a friend called me and he was like, did you see the email from Mr. Smith? And I was like, no, because I was grocery shopping. <laughs> so I was like, no, I didn't. Um, and I see it, and it says that I'm picked. And I, I the first thing I did was um, called my mom. Oh. And she already knew. <laughs> no way. Yeah, she kept it as a surprise. She wanted to surprise me. Oh. Um, but it, it was really nice. It, it just made all this stress go away from my body. <laughs> yeah, just disappeared. It, yeah, it just disappeared. What it a cool so nice. story. Yeah. <laughs> well, and you sound like such a world traveler. You went to all those places this past summer, and... What do you think you've learned just from traveling that much? You know, you were in Mexico, you were in France, you were in Chicago. Mm-hmm. What's some highlight for you just from traveling? Um, it's for sure scary. 
um, I've never traveled alone, and I traveled alone a lot of times this summer. Um, but I think for sure to just um, not think about the fear and just um, think about the experiences that you're gonna take. Um, because I was very scared to go to France for sure. Um, it was such a new thing, but it went by really fast, which was really sad, but it went by really fast. Um, and now I have so many experiences, so many memories to talk about to people, and it's it's so fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dana, merci beaucoup for joining <laughs> us in this segment of So You. Thank you. Thanks, Dana. <laughs> Before we go, we'd like to express our gratitude to the students, staff, alumni, corporate sponsors, and donors who make Arupe Jesuit such a special place. And a big thank you to our listeners. You're the reason we do what we do, and we appreciate your support. If you want to stay connected with us and continue the conversation, be sure to follow us on social media. You can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Arupe Jesuit and on arupejesuit.com. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you have any questions, suggestions, or want to share your own stories from Arupe Jesuit, please email us at podcast at arupemail.org. We love hearing from our community. And remember, read your books. Say your prayers. Take care of your friends. See you next time on the Arupe Arupe Jesuit Jesuit Podcast. Podcast.